today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. The eyes of uh, the world seemingly will be on Washington, D.C. in about another 23 minutes as uh, former FBI Director James Comey will appear on Capitol Hill and he will testify under oath about his uh, relationship slash conversations slash controversies with President Donald Trump over the last little while. Uh, this is a high drama, and, and you can tell because, as you've been hearing on CHML News, as we've been trying to set the scene for the, the last number of hours here, uh, there's almost a carnival-like atmosphere to what's happening here, but this is very serious stuff. I mean, people started lining up, as you just heard on CHML News, at about 4 o'clock this morning to try to get a seat and be with them and it, as these hearings go on. We got a pretty good idea about what Mr. Comey is going to say, but what we don't know is what kind of questions are going to be asked who's going to be involved in this, and exactly what's going to come out during that testimony and during that question and answer with uh, congressional members, uh, some of whom probably have their own biases. Uh, so we're going to see how this rolls out. It's going to be fascinating and great to political theater. Reggie Cicchini, uh, Washington producer and correspondent with Global News, is, of course, in D.C. right now for this as things get set up. And he joins us here on The Bill Kelly Show. Good morning, Reggie. How are you today? Good morning, Bill. Great to have you with us again today. Uh, this is in, in such a, a weird way, as I was just saying, almost like a, a carnival-like atmosphere. Uh, people lining up at 4 in the morning to try to get a seat inside so they can watch the proceedings. Uh, bars in D.C. opening up early uh, so pa- patrons can get in there and, and I guess, uh, have some libations as they're watching this thing. Uh, but but we need to keep this in context. This is pretty serious stuff that's happening today. It is. I mean, it, it's. I mean, we have uh, intelligence hearings, or we have rather Senate hearings uh, that happen on a, a regular basis down here. But because of the people that are involved, the number of investigations that are currently ongoing, and the potential for further investigations down the line, this is just something that everybody has their eyes wrapped around right now. The uh, descriptors that have been used on this, and the comparators that have been used on this in many circles over the last couple of weeks as we anticipated this, Reggie, seem oftentimes to harken back to Watergate. Is is this a fair, is this an apples-to-apples comparison about what happened back in 1974 as to what's happening now? Well, it depends on what side of the aisle you're asking. You're going to have Democrats <laughs> that sit there and say, you know what, this is exactly like the Watergate scandal. This is this is the potential for obstruction of justice. This is the president getting in the way of the FBI or other investigators trying to do their job. On the flip side, you have Republicans saying this is nothing like Watergate. This is the president acting the way that he's allowed to do. The president is allowed to tell the FBI director what to do, because at the end of the day, Republicans believe that James Comey was acting on behalf of the president. So, I mean, you've got these certain circles that are running around with nobody knowing where to start, nobody knowing where to end. And it's going to be based on what kind of questioning we see today and what kind of answers we get as to where we kind of move forward with it. Well, do we have to get back to basics? I mean, it seems you're absolutely right, as if depending on what side of the aisle you're on, you have a different perspective on exactly what the role of the FBI director is. Maybe that needs to be clarified. Well, I mean, we have rules that are in place right now as to what the president can and cannot do and what is, you know, technically allowed and technically not allowed simply to keep ourselves out of the situation that we are in right now. You've had advisors telling Donald Trump, look, you can do what you want. You can act the way that you are because you are elected to lead the country. But you have other people saying, well, look, the president needs to undergo a little bit of scrutiny and he needs to have a bit of oversight happening over top of him. Because, as we've seen now over the last several months, if Donald Trump goes to Twitter, if he goes to a microphone and he goes off script, it kind of creates a whole bunch of other terms turmoils that people weren't really uh, anticipating. Let's talk about that possibility, because I know that uh, Trump's legal team uh, have been asking him, coaching him, asking him 
I, I guess you know, in, in 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 the strongest of terms, please stay silent today. Don't go on Twitter. Don't respond. Yet uh, there are lots of rumors around that uh, that the president's going to have the thumbs working as soon as Mr. Comey starts talking. What have you heard? Well, we've heard that uh, the president, his uh, the White House counsel, his closest advisors, along with uh, some people that are part of just the the advisory group, are sitting at a table right now at a room at the White House, and they're planning on watching the testimony on a, you know on an inside TV. What we're taking from this is that the president has counsel with him. So if he decides to tweet, he's going to be tweeting things that have been said to him. You know, this is OK to tweet. This is not OK to tweet. This is what you want to dance around right now, because the president has an uh, has a, a history of tweeting things that can kind of work against him when it comes to, you know, investigations and conversations down the road. There was a Washington Poll story that uh, came out today on uh, Morning Joe on MSNBC. I'm sure you saw Reggie. They'd indicated that about 61 percent of Americans now feel that uh, that Comey was fired by Trump simply to protect Trump's reputation and Trump's position, uh, as opposed to the other way around. Is, is public sentiment starting to sway? Are you seeing a shift with, uh, with the average individual in, in Washington and right across the country? Well, it's hard to say. I mean, when you've got people that are uh, having conversations that are just inside Washington, you've got pollsters talking to people inside Washington. It's a completely different dynamic because D.C., the district itself, is a very democratic region. So you're going to have a lot more people pushing back against what the president is doing. If you look at this on a more broad scale, I mean, there was a Quinnipiac University poll put out just a couple of days ago that shows that in general, the population is starting to fall, uh, you know, in the line against Donald Trump. There's only 34 percent right now of people that are actually, you know, in line with what the president is doing. So whether it's the investigation itself, whether it's, you know, a, a combination of, you know, things like do people believe in collusion? Do people believe in an obstruction? Do people believe that the president is actually getting his agenda put forward? You have to kind of take things with a grain of salt. And you need to put this in perspective as well, because the, the polling I've seen on this, Reggie, uh, indicates that, yeah, there seems to be a growing number of people that are, are, are growing distrustful of Trump. But, uh, but James Comey's hardly uh, the shining angel in this, too. There's a lot of people that have a great deal of concern about Comey and his credibility. Oh, absolutely. And this comes from both sides of the yeah. aisle again. You've got Republicans who sit there and say, well, look, the FBI director is, or the former FBI director is out to get Donald Trump right now and has been from the get go. But you also have Democrats who during the campaign were blasting James Comey because of his reaction and comments, whether they felt them appropriate or not, linked to the Hillary Clinton campaign. So you have a man right now who, whose, whose sole job was to do an investigation into what he was told to look into. But then when push came to shove, what he said, you may have an opportunity for him to, you know, have to backtrack on it or what he didn't say. You're going to have people coming down on him. So, I mean, this is the kind of person where he's damned if he does and he's damned if he doesn't. And his answers today are going to be very indicative as to how we've kind of seen him over the last couple of months. What, what is actually going to happen? Maybe you could just walk us through that for a couple of seconds, Reggie. Uh, uh, Mr. Comey's already released his opening statement. It was uh, released last night, of course, and everybody has, has chopped that to pieces and analyzed it uh, bit by bit and paragraph by paragraph. and uh, So we pretty much know how this is going to start. But, but after that, is it simply a Q&A with members of the committee grilling Comey as to what, ha what happened and who said what? Yeah, I mean, we kind of got a, a bit of a hint of what this might look like yesterday when uh, when heads of the intelligence community were up against the intelligence, uh, the Senate Intelligence Committee. So, I mean, today you're going to have uh, James Comey. He's going to give his opening statement. You'll have uh, we've seen a couple of opening statements from uh, both the ranking member and from the chair of the committee as well as to what they plan on saying. And then it's going to be uh, 15 senators getting seven minutes each to question James Comey. They'll be given a chance to redirect questions. So, I mean, we've we've got 
upwards of two, maybe three hours of, of watching James Comey sit there under pressure to answer or to kind of deke around anything that he doesn't want to have to say on the record. Now, we're told that when Comey was still the director of the FBI, that he, he was fastidious about keeping notes on everything and, 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 and chronicling just about everything. Uh, do, does he present that information? Is that something he, he brings with him today? Because I, I think the concern a lot of people have on both sides of this issue right now, Reggie, is this really just going to boil down to he said it, no, he said it, and, and nobody's going to be able to make much of a determination as to actually what did happen. It is a possibility. I mean, you have to look at this. The, the, the Senate Intelligence Committee has requested that any memos that were taken be handed over. As of right now, that hasn't happened yet. So it's, it's anyone's guess as to whether he's actually going to bring these memos with him. Now, going by what the opening statement is, if he did keep memos, it, it, you know, it almost looks like he did them in a very meticulous manner. I mean, he's describing the way that the room looked when he was in the Oval Office. He's describing where the grandfather clock was next to the door that everybody was funneled out with. It's interesting because these memos that he was keeping, he only kept them during conversations with President Trump. When he met the two times with Barack Obama over the last few years, there are no memos taken. So it's anyone's guess is to sit there and say, well, did he actually have kind of fears or, or was there any kind of you know reason for him keeping these memos with Donald Trump? And those questions are likely going to be asked to him today during the hearing. Well, there is that comment that uh, that is out there now that a conversation that Comey is alleged to have had with Jeff Sessions, of course, that uh, said, please don't leave me alone with the president. Now, I, I don't know exactly what the context was in that, but that's uh, that's a head scratcher. Oh, well, it is because you're sitting there with the FBI director at the Times telling his boss, look, I don't want to be have to left alone in a room with him. I don't want to have to go up against him. And whether that's because there were things that he couldn't say to the president or whether there are things that the president was saying to him that made him feel uncomfortable, that likely may come up today at least or it may come up in a closed door session uh, when they meet later on uh, today or tomorrow. So, I mean, we, we have all these opportunities for back and forth questions. And, you know, if, if yesterday was any kind of indication when the intelligence heads were sitting there, we may just have somebody sitting there saying, yes, no, I can't say this until it goes behind closed doors, and we'll have no idea what they actually talk about. What do you get, as, as may happen here, about, you know, maybe sometimes dialing this back and, and, and suggesting, okay, maybe there is some shred of, of evidence to what maybe did happen here? Because the initial reaction to Trump when Comey made these allegations was, no, I never asked him to stop. No, I didn't do that at all. Now you're hearing the argument from some of the Republicans, uh, even the ones on the committee, Reggie, that are saying, well... It, the president has the right to do that. Now, you can agree or disagree with that, but that's almost an admission that, yeah, he probably did it, but it was well within his rights to do that. Do you get the sense that there's some backsliding going on here? Absolutely. I mean, he, look, he said that he felt vindicated over what James Comey says in his opening statement by saying, look, the president was told three times he's not under any kind of investigation. So that's where we're going to have to watch Republicans start their spin. They're going to say there was no mention of collusion. There is no collusion between the president and anything that's linked to Russia. You have to remember the FBI hasn't reached a conclusion in their investigation yet. It's going to be the same thing when it comes to obstruction. They'll say, look, the president was you know, linked to no obstruction when it comes to uh, the Russian investigation. James Comey's likely not going to offer any kind of legal argument against that. So, I mean, you, you have one against the other saying things, and it's going to boil down to, when this is all wrapped up, who was right. And, and I guess those perspectives on this, and, and who's going to be able to make the uh, determination as to whether or not what Trump did was legal or illegal, uh, because that seems to be a, the, the, the basis of this right now, is was there an attempt to obstruct this investigation? And, and Comey seems to feel that, yes, when, when he said, can you let this go, that was essentially saying, drop the investigation. So it, that, if, if, in fact, they can take this for granted and, and agree on the fact that that was actually said, 
Uh, is that going to be the basis for the argument that the, the president was out of line or that he was just being a friend to Michael Flynn? That's how the Democrats are trying to spin it right now, by saying, look, the president asked something of the FBI director and it was him standing in front of a lens. This is obstruction of justice. But you have some Republicans that are saying, look, again, this isn't obstruction. James Comey was under the uh, had a job that fell under the purview of, you know, the, the Department of Justice, which is essentially falling under the purview of the president. So the president can do this. There is no obstruction. This is a very political battle right now where the legal lines are, are kind of drawn in sand and they're getting shifted up as the wind blows. It's going to be a matter of which senators can side with each other to say, look, this is what we think happened. This is what we don't think happened. Can we get a majority here to say we either need to move forward with this or we need to continue this investigation and the questioning you know, further? Is there any chance at all that there's a smoking gun, a gotcha moment that we might see today, Reggie? It depends on what the questions are to be asked towards Jim Comey, because, I mean, you know, any question under the sun can be asked and whether that is linked to the relationships that the FBI had with the with the president, whether it's linked to obstruction, whether it's linked to the Russia investigation or whether it's linked to things like Donald Trump saying that the the conversations at the time had been recorded. There are a lot of questions out there that haven't been answered. And all it's going to take is one under the radar comment that nobody's paying attention to that might actually hold a lot more background to it. And we could see this thing explode. Well, that's why everybody's going to be watching, I guess. Uh, and there's so many different side issues and subtext to this as well. Reggie, thank you so much for setting the scene for us today. Greatly appreciate it. I know it's a busy day for you, and I really appreciate the time. Anytime. Take care. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.